0: Good morning, it's DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time to spend a few minutes on spring football, BYU-style, with Jay Drew from the Deseret News. Jay, good morning. Morning,
1: guys.
0: We should, men- yeah, we should mention Jay's at a high school basketball tournament, so if you hear some noise in the background... That's what's going on. You might hear a horn at some point. Uh, Jay, we want to start with uh, BYU football. Uh, What role will Mark Pope have? Because clearly he needs to have some role. His magic pixie dust needs to be spread throughout the entire athletic department.
1: Yeah, he's uh, definitely on a roll. He's kind of putting together the sort of season that I've been saying BYU football needs to kind of uh, break out of its malaise a little bit and maybe... Kind of get some fans back on the bandwagon and just kind of get the energy back in the program. And uh, obviously, Mark Pope has done that with basketball, so maybe he can inject a little enthusiasm into football, uh, which which really needs it after finishing the season with back-to-back losses.
2: All right. So spring ball starting, and they did end on a down note and obviously that is what it is here and they got a real difficult schedule so what needs to happen in spring ball to help them set themselves up for a better season in 2020
1: Yeah well you know first of all i think they've got to stay healthy that's a big thing they just don't have a lot of depth and uh, so they you know they're going to have a lot of guys miss spring ball as it were anyway that they had off season surgery or whatever but they just can't afford to have any other guys go down, uh, especially guys that can't come back. You know, basically season-ending injuries. And then, you know, obviously the big question is quarterback. They gotta. I think they gotta identify uh, a quarterback and kind of say he's our guy. If nothing else, send a message to the rest of the team through the you know through the off-season uh, workouts and all that 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 this is the the leader. Um, you would think it's. It would be Zach Wilson, which is, was obviously the starter last year when he was healthy. But Zach didn't really uh, have a great bowl game. He didn't have a great game against San Diego State. So that kind of opened the door. And obviously, Jaron Hall and Baylor Romney played fairly well when they got their opportunities. So so uh, yeah, sorry about the cheer in the background. That's not for me, unfortunately. <laughs> So, so those, you know, those are the two big things that I think uh, get get a quarterback you're comfortable with and then stay, stay injury-free. So
0: of the three quarterbacks, not that it matters who you're comfortable with or I'm comfortable with, but who are you comfortable with? Who do you think would give them the best chance at that uh, basketball-style
1: breakout season? Yeah, that's a tough one. I, You know, I, I guess I'd go with the safe choice and that Zach Wilson. They put a lot of uh, – time into him and obviously he has the most experience um i would probably lean towards zach and at least give him the the opportunity um but the other guys are really enticing especially jaron hall i think jaron hall has some the the sky's the limit for this kid that as far as what he can do and it'd be really fun to see what he could do but you know, you, you got a guy that has a lot more experience uh, in Zach Wilson, so I guess I would lean towards Zach with the uh, with the idea that somehow I got to get Jaron Hall on the field uh, because I, I really think he can be a a really dynamic playmaker if, if if he's allowed to. So they
2: got a playmaker covered at tight end. How about running back and receiver?
1: Yeah, running back is uh, kind of interesting where they've got the. Devontae Henry Cole transferring from Utah. Um, he, in my mind, moves right up to the top of the depth chart. I, I think he's probably the most talented guy. Uh, a lot of people probably think Lopini Katoa, that kind of the incumbent, the returning starter, if you will. Uh, I just don't know if, if Lopini is kind of a workhorse type of back that can stay injury free and, and and take you know twenty carries a game. So uh, then they got. Uh, Tyler Algier that's uh, been kind of rotating back and forth between linebacker and running back. He's, he's obviously back um, if they decide to use him at running back. And and then they got Sione Finau who uh, suffered a knee injury in practice uh, in November. He waited until January to have surgery. I don't know why. I, something about he's waiting for the swelling to go down and stuff like that. So, I doubt he'll be ready in uh, for fall camp uh, with an ACL. So, um, so those other three, and then they got a freshman coming in, Bruce Garrett out of uh, Texas, who's uh, I've heard some pretty good things about. I you know, it's probably pretty rare for a true freshman to step in, especially at running back. But as you know, Jamal Williams did it and it can be done. But, uh, so that's kind of the nucleus. They got some other guys walk on and that, that they'll fill in. But uh but you know, it's it's a good thing they landed a, the transfer from Utah because I think he can help them, and I think they need help there. And then receiver, uh, obviously they lose the three uh, three big guns in uh, Talon Shumway, Micah Simon, and and Eleva Uh This is the year that they really need Gunnar Romney to step up and live up to the hype, and that he you know accompanied them out of high school. Uh, so he's back, and then uh, Dax Mill, the uh, uh, walk-on, who's on the scholarship out of Bingham High, and then uh, they, they've got some JUCO transfers that are probably they're probably going to have to rely on pretty heavily uh, because I don't see a lot of other kind of playmakers. They got Keanu Hill, a freshman who played a little bit last year. He he had shoulder surgery recently, so he's doing this spring camp. So you never know with that sort of thing if they'll be ready. But that's kind of where they sit at running back and receiver. Um, not a lot of playmakers, but uh, they seem fairly confident that the guys they have can, can rise up and do the job.
0: So, of course, there is a complete recap of all the skill guys, and none of that matters if the offensive line is getting beat. How good do you think the O-line is going to be?
1: Yeah, on paper, they should be good. Um I'm kind of hesitant to say that because it seems like they say that every year and then they don't quite live up to, the you know, the standard or the or the expectations. But obviously they got James Empey back at center, a freshman All-American two years ago. They got Brady Christensen at tackle. He's a proven star. Basically they only lost, uh, uh, you know, a couple of part-time players. They got Keeper Longson back, uh, Shannon Herring. And so, um, and Keanu Saliapaga. So they, they've got almost every guy back. The question now is, uh, also Tristan Hodge, can not forget him. This, uh, the question now is, you know, can these guys basically perform up to expectations and against a really, really hard schedule of Power Five teams the first four games? That's where they really have to you know, do something, move to run the ball, protect Wilson or whoever the quarterback is. And, and you know, they did that in spurts last year. Uh, there were other times where they struggled to run the ball. So I would say that uh, there's a lot of optimism for them, but there's still that caveat that you never know until they actually get on the field and you see how they do.
2: Also, Jay, you look at the defense, particularly starting with the backfield and – Go with that first. They lose uh, Austin Lee and Guanaluco, but other than that they've got a fair amount of guys returning. How good should they be there?
1: Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, they got Tyrus Tonga back. That was a kind of a big uh, a big get to kind of get him to return for his senior season. Uh, defensive line is really the question mark in my mind because they they still don't have a really good pass rusher. They tried Devin Kasusi there last year. He didn't really do much. Uh, from what I hear, they're maybe looking at playing a little bit more of a 4-3 and, and getting one of the linebackers like Max Thule or or uh, Peyton Wilgar to be kind of that rush-in that rush linebacker, kind of like uh, what Kalani Sitake used at Utah a little bit. Um, so – yeah, defense should be fairly solid. Uh linebacker they're they're uh sat with Isaiah Cafusi who's a really good player. I mentioned Thule and Wilgar. Um Zane Anderson should be back um after missing most of last year with the with the shoulder and, and getting the uh medical hardship to come back. Um they'll obviously miss Chaz Ayu. Uh, you know, I don't know. For sure, what they're going to do with his situation after the arrest on DUI charges, but might, if precedent holds, he'll he'll sit out a year and use that as his redshirt year, like they did last year with Neil Pau, the receiver who got in legal trouble. So, um, and then uh, you know the cornerbacks look fairly set. They'll get Chris Wilcox back. He missed last year with an injury. Uh, most of last year, he played a little bit here and there, and it just wasn't wasn't himself. So they'll call that a redshirt year. And then uh, they'll they got a hole at safety. They'll have to replace Austin Lee, a very good safety. Um, they'll probably end up moving Troy Warner back there. And so, yeah, they didn't lose a lot on defense, so they should be fairly solid. Uh, the big thing is they got to stop the run. As you guys know, last year the. You know, first few games they just struggled mightily to stop the run, and it really hurt them. Uh, even against, you know, the five schools like Toledo and South Florida, they struggled there. So, I would say that's the big question mark: is stopping the run, and also if they can figure out a pass rusher and and get some get some heat on the quarterback.
0: Jay Drew, Deseret News, join us here to talk spring football and BYU. I was talking a little basketball with Dave Rose, and he said something interesting that um, about the basketball program he thinks going forward will get more transfers than they did uh, during his uh, um, coaching tenure there. And he said... He thinks the attitude on campus has changed, and people are more open to it. And he's seen it with what Kalani is doing with football. Have you seen this trend? And if it's going to continue to be a trend, what's the real timeline for it? Could we still see some transfers coming in from the transfer portal uh, early in the summer?
1: Yeah, I think after spring ball is over, that's when the kind of the transfer portal heats up, and that kind of that market or that shifting takes place
0: after guys
1: maybe see that uh, they weren't part of the plans at the school they're at after spring ball, and that becomes evident. If you look at last year, that's kind of when BYU picked up Tyson Williams and Emmanuel Supa is just after spring ball. Um, if you talk to the coaches, and like we talked to them on signing day, they're, they're, they've got a couple spots open. They've been adamant about saying, yeah, we've we saved a, a couple spots. So I think there's still obviously one – Went to uh, Devontae Henry Cole from Utah, but they're still pretty active in the transfer portal, from all I've heard, and uh, and I, I can see them. Especially, I think they need a receiver, and I think they need a rush a rush specialist. Uh, of course, that's easier said than done, but but as far as kind of the trend on campus, I would agree with that. I think I think uh, Tyson Williams coming in and kind of showing them that how much of an impact he could have and really uh, resonated around campus uh, that that you know let's find a spot for these guys academically as well as you know on the field and, and they could really come in and, and help and provide immediate help and so yeah I would agree with Coach Rose that I think that I think the restrictions are loosening up at least in that area where they're admitting guys into grad school that maybe they wouldn't have in the past, and uh, and they're kind of maybe the faculty and, and the admissions office cooperating a little bit, maybe taking some baby steps towards helping out uh, these, these marquee programs.
2: They were awful in place kicking last year. Any hope to be better?
1: Yeah, it, I I don't know. You know, you you, you wonder if Jake Oldblood can get back to his pre mission form where he kicked the game winner against Arizona and had a pretty good year. Uh obviously Skyler South and left and signed with the transfer to Utah. Uh they got a return missionary, uh Ryan Reckow, Uh I think he's from Washington or Idaho, northern Idaho, around that area. But uh he had it you know, he could obviously push Old to the kicking duties. So uh yeah, I I think they should be better um because you're right pat last year was a disaster in the in the kicking department uh, especially toward the end of the season well even in the middle where they missed some field goals against south florida and toledo that might have changed the outcome so definitely an area they need to improve
0: jay drew deseret news talking byu spring football as you bring up hey guys might not like where they are in the plan or on the depth chart at the end of spring ball with three quarterbacks, do you think whoever finds themselves third on the depth chart could be out of there, or do you think they'll uh, massage that a little bit and have a 2A and 2B or something like that? Yeah,
1: I think they'll massage it a little bit. It's uh, kind of an interesting thing. I mean, if you take them individually, uh, you know, Zach Wilson – He's invested so much time and energy in the program and that. And, and I can see if he's relegated to, uh, you know, to a second or third string, I can see him being pretty disenchanted and, and maybe thinking about leaving. Uh, Jaron Hall, obviously you have the baseball factor, where he's also a member of the baseball team, and he's got some people in his ear telling him that that might be a better sport for the future, especially with the concussion settings. To stay and then uh, Baylor Romney's wife is an outstanding track and field athlete in the pole vault, and I think she actually has a BYU record uh, for a women's pole vaulting. So I don't know, you know, basically if he'd want to leave, he'd have to make a decision with her too, so it's a, kind of a, a double decision there. So there's all these other kind of mitigating factors uh, that are involved uh, where, you know, and maybe say a so called normal situation you wouldn't have. Um, but honestly, I expect all three would stay, even if they're relegated to uh, second or third string. Um, and that's evident after spring ball. Uh, you know, maybe the coaches will string them along a little bit and not, not name it for that reason, just so they don't use the uh, so there's a kid. So there's a lot of factors that play into it.
0: Well, Jay, we appreciate a few minutes of your time. We will let you get back to the state tournament. We can hear it in the background. Okay, guys. Thank you, Jay. Sorry about that. That's fine.
1: Okay, no problem.